Hello everyone and welcome to episode 60 of the Unlocking British English podcast, a podcast where I talk about a variety of different topics in real British English so that you can improve your listening comprehension, learn a little bit more about British culture and about how to learn languages more effectively. My name is Shane and in today's episode I'm going to talk to you guys about crime, crime in the UK specifically or how dangerous it is in the UK. So we're going to talk about that in just a second, but before we do, as always, if you would like to download the transcript for this episode so that you can read along while you are listening and look up any words or phrases you don't recognise, you can do that for free on the website right now, that is www.unlockingbritishenglish.com. And as I always mention, if you have any specific suggestions for podcast episodes that you would like to hear, uh, please feel free to get in touch with me. You can send me a message on Instagram at Unlocking British English, or you can send me an email, unlockingbritishenglish at gmail.com. So yeah, let's get into the episode. So in general, the UK is considered, you know, a pretty safe place, especially to visit, to travel to. Uh, but how safe is it when you're living here? What is the what is the level of crime like and what are some of the the numbers like when we look at it? So uh, interestingly, there has actually been uh, some increases in the level of crime in the UK recently. Um, not hugely, but over the last few years there has been uh, a continual trend of slight uh, increases in the numbers of crimes recorded. Um, and so, yeah, in the early 2000s, so from, say, 2000 until 2005 or 2006, uh, there was a continual decline. Uh, but since then, there's been a bit more, bit more of an incline. Um, in in to, the year 2019, 2020, because the way that they're measured, it goes from, I think it goes from March until March. So it doesn't just count as like 2019 and then start again the next year it goes from one month to the next month and the next year um so yeah in the year of 2019 2020 there were just over six million crimes recorded in the uk um and this 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 increase in in crime over the last few years um it's very difficult to define uh, exactly you know what kind of things cause uh, these these rises in crime because there are a lot of different factors and we'll talk about some of those um, but a lot of people at least in in the political environment point to what we call austerity um, and what that basically means is just difficult economic conditions that are created by the government so when the government reduces spending reduces public spending um, for example, in the UK, the government has been reducing uh, spending in certain areas like police. So there are now less police on the streets than there were a few years ago and things like that. It's a complicated situation, but that is something that uh, a lot of people point to, the fact that there is less government spending. Um, but the way that we categorise crimes also has a part in this, and we'll talk a bit more specifically about that later. But also... Uh, often when we're looking at statistics of crime, we have to be careful at exactly what kind of statistics we're looking at and what other kind of factors can affect that. Because um, often when we look at crime statistics, we're looking at the amount of crimes that were reported and recorded, right? The amount of crimes that have been recorded by the police. Um, but sometimes this doesn't mean that there is a, a, an increase in violence, for example, or there's more robberies happening or different things like that. Um, sometimes it's to do with the fact that we are always 
including more and more laws into our legal system. Um, there are more laws to break, so it makes sense that more laws would be broken. Um, but also one of the reasons that we have so many new laws all the time in today's world is because of the use and the growth of the internet and modern technology. And so there's so many new different ways in which people can can commit different crimes or different things that should be crimes but aren't officially crimes yet and etc and so um, some of the increase in crime might be uh, just due to the fact that um, there are a range of new and different ways in which people can commit crimes which weren't as popular before um, but to give you some kind of context uh, of the the crime level in the UK uh, when ranked against other countries uh, the UK ranks 64th as the most dangerous country let's say if we go by uh, the level of crime the number of um, crimes that are committed uh, to give you a bit of a reference some of the other countries that are ranked higher than the UK that have higher crime rates or would be considered more dangerous in this context include the uh, USA France Sweden um, so not not places that you would consider to be dangerous or anything like that right so there there is more crime happening in the UK than there has been uh, in some recent years but that's not necessarily a huge cause for concern on all fronts um, like we say UK is um, generally still a very safe place uh, certainly when compared to a lot of other countries um, when you compare it to the other European countries the UK is eighth uh, in, in, in crime so there are seven other European countries that have higher crime rates uh, than the UK in terms of what types of, of crime uh, crimes are committed, of course this you know varies with with places and people and things like that. Um, but generally speaking, you're not likely um, to be to to be um, you're not likely to suffer a violent crime or to be the victim of a violent crime uh, in the UK. Or you're certainly not more likely in the UK than you would be. Um, in any of the other countries in the West or in, in certainly in Western Europe. Um, you know, we, we have uh, a lot of fraud, like we talked about. There's a lot more internet crime and things like that these days. Uh, lots, lots of non-violent crimes. Um, th there is burglary and things like that, for example, where people, you know, break into people's houses and stuff like that. Um, but again, usually these are kind of non-violent crimes um, and the UK doesn't seem to have any kind of trends of any particular crimes that happen a lot more here than uh, in in other countries. And so, um, yeah, in terms of in terms of that, you're not going to be exposed to a lot of, you know, different types of of crimes or whatever uh, the homicide rates are low homicide is the fancy legal word for murder right so um yeah to, to commit murder is to commit a homicide um well a homicide is an intentional murder i should say if we're speaking legally because of course if you were to uh if you were to kill someone uh, if by an accident through no fault of your own that of course is a different crime um, when we're talking about someone intentionally murdering someone or homicide uh, the UK again ranks fairly lowly so um, yeah you're no more likely to be um, the, to be the victim of a violent crime here in the UK than you are 
anywhere else and so yeah obviously that's <laughs> fairly good um, but of course some places will generally be thought of uh, as safer or more dangerous in regards to crime uh, and crime rates so when we think of the most dangerous cities in the UK um, again it can be a little bit hard to define because it depends on what type of crimes you include in these categories to be classed as dangerous uh, and different kind of things but um, cities that often will pop up include Birmingham, London and Sheffield, sometimes Liverpool also um, yeah, bigger bigger cities generally. Um, of course, it's going to depend on where you are in that city again, but those typically will be the highest ranking cities in terms of uh, the highest crime rates. Uh, when we look at the other end of the scale in terms of the safest cities, uh, the most common cities that pop up will be York, Poole and Swindon. Um, to be honest, these are just, you know, generally smaller, quieter. Uh, I, you know, I think it's the same as, as with most places, right? In bigger cities, you have more crime, you have more people close together. Um, certainly where you have uh, lower income areas, people that um, ha have less money or uh, have very little money, it's very common to see higher crime rates in those areas and things. And so, you know, that's the same here in the UK as it would be anywhere else but yeah if you're looking for uh, a city specifically based on low crime rates i can recommend you york or pool or swindon uh, york actually is a very cool place it's a very beautiful city so i would recommend visiting york anyway um swindon maybe less so pretty boring place if i'm honest apologies if there's anyone listening that's from swindon uh but yeah so yeah there's, there's some of the the kind of safer places i guess you could say um, you know, talked about a little bit about the types of crime and things like that. Obviously, organised crime is a thing that does exist in the UK. Um, but I would say, I mean, I'm not necessarily an expert, but I would say it's not really a huge thing today. Uh, I mean, certainly comparatively to other times in, in, in modern history where there have been, well, modern history, I say, you know, that's 50, 60 years ago or something. Yeah, modern history. Um, there have been times where, for example, there's, you know, bigger gangs and families and stuff in, in London or in Liverpool or uh, in these different places, um, you know, have been big organisations that are quite well known, cause a lot of trouble, blah, blah, blah. Um for example, there is there is a film uh, where Tom Hardy plays two twins that are called the Cray Twins, who were very famous in London. The film's called Legend. Uh, it's a pretty good film if you want to check it out. Um, it's about these two, yeah, these two brothers that were involved in organised crime in London. Um, but yeah, I mean, organised crime, of course, definitely still exists. Uh, but I don't know that it exists to the same extent that it used to. But again, I think this is fairly similar, uh, you know, with most with most um, countries that would be, you know, in, in Western Europe or in the Western world. And so, um, yeah, but in terms of, you know, organized crime and things like that, I guess if you're going to find it more in usually the bigger cities for something like that would be London, Liverpool, Glasgow. Um, but this is it's not stuff that you're going to see like when you're out and about, you know, walking down the streets or whatever, you 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 know, you kind of would have to go looking for it. Um, you know, I certainly wouldn't say that we have a lot of organised crime that is going to involve 
you know the public or whatever you know people aren't getting involved in anything uh getting caught in the crossfire as the saying would be but anyway organized crime exists but it's it's not to to any big or worrying level um but something else actually that i wanted to touch on in this episode uh that i think would probably be of interest to a lot of people that are listening to this podcast because uh, i know that the vast majority of you are not English. Uh, We're not born in the UK, right? And so uh, what about crimes against non-British people? What about crimes uh, against foreign people? When you look at the statistics for crimes against non-British people, police recorded crimes have been on the rise for the last six years. Now, that sounds bad, but again, we have to be careful with how we look at this information, how we interpret these statistics. Um, because to say that police recorded hate crimes have been on the rise for the last six years, whilst it might sound obviously bad, um, it's not clear that that means what we think it means, right? It doesn't necessarily mean that there are a lot more hate crimes being committed. Uh, because one of the things that we have to consider, especially with this um, specific topic, is that the way that we define a hate crime has changed and developed uh, and advanced a lot over the last few years. So, um, you know, one of the factors is that is that you know maybe there were these things were happening before, but they weren't being recorded in the same way because they weren't classed uh, as the same kind of crime or whatever like that. Um, another big thing that we have to take into account is the. Um, the the sort of how would you describe it the the climate of the society i guess you could say how people feel about certain issues um social issues and things like that what i'm trying to say is that it it's we're speaking about these topics more now they're 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 in the public conversation people are having these conversations um, and so people are feeling more comfortable to speak up against these things to speak out against these things uh, and not just you know accept it as this is the way it is or that's just the way things have always been and all that kind of stuff so more people are speaking out so um, that again it can account for for larger numbers Uh, and finally there's also the fact that we have more ways of reporting crimes of communicating with the police and different organizations and so yeah in in both senses it is easier to to report these things uh, and more versions of these events can be reported as uh, what we would describe as hate crimes so uh, unfortunately you know these things do exist there are people that commit what we class as hate crimes crimes against um, different groups of people uh, against people that aren't British um, but I don't think that it is a majority I think that fortunately the the most people are you know they live in the modern world I think to be completely honest most people just don't care right it's just not a big deal that's a, that's the point is that you know who cares where you were born what your skin color is what gender you are what gender you identify as all this different stuff who cares just get on with it um, so yeah, if you if you uh, have seen statistics and numbers and things that talk about how you know hate crimes are on the rise and things like that, there is a way that you can interpret the statistics like that. You know, you look at a graph and you see the numbers rising, but that's not necessarily to say that the amount of these crimes and things happening 
are actually on the rise. It might just be that that we we know about more of them now. So the level, you know, is pretty much the same. That's not to say that it's all fine, right? Because it still means these things are happening. We've still got a long way to go. Um, you know, uh, I'm not going to try and tackle the enormous question of is the UK a racist country or is Britain a racist country and things. That's a difficult subject that will take an entire episode. Well, you can't talk about that in an episode. Anyway, I'm not going to go into all of that. But uh, I would say that for in in almost all cases, if you're coming here as a non-native person, uh, as a non-British person, you're 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 going to be pretty fine. You're going to be welcomed by most people. Uh, but it is true that there are people that exist that um, yeah think differently. So yeah. Um, well, yeah, I guess that is everything that I wanted to kind of cover in today's episode. Uh, a little bit of a, a different topic for today. I don't think I've really talked about crime and things like that before on the podcast. So yeah, something a little bit different for you. So yeah, I'll leave it there for now. I hope you guys have enjoyed this episode. As always, if you have questions about anything and suggestions, please get in touch. But yeah, thank you for listening to today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I'll speak to you again in the next one.